0: Listening to the EdReach Network.
1: Ed Gamer, episode seventy-seven on EdReach, starting a game club, part two. This is Ed Gamer for Saturday, November tenth, twenty twelve. Ed Gamer's part of the EdReach Network, EdReach.us, giving education a voice—a big voice. This show is dedicated.
0: Ed, dedicated. It, da, da, da. <clears throat> I like that. It's educated, you know, like dedicated Edicated. to education.
1: It's, it's not like we have it's educated. Yes. This show. This show is, is dedicated. dedicated. Jerry, you there? Sorry, I didn't mean to yell. <laughs> this show is dedicated <laughs> to education gaming on any platform. We give the education angle on any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs. Are you alright? You're not crying, are You, you upset me. Okay. We'll discuss how these games. Oh my goodness! How these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach. I'm sad. sad. (laughs) Uh, Hey, sad boy. (laughs) Tell us, tell us something about yourself.
0: My name is Jerry James. I'm a visual arts teacher in Chambry, Illinois, and I'm still sad.
1: That's good. That's good. That that was my goal. (laughs) My name is Zach Gilbert, and I'm your host. I'm a sixth-grade social studies and language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois. I think, I don't know if I'll edit that, that, that I think, I think our, you know, honest and, uh, authenticness banter is, is, is what brings the minions to our show. Well,
0: we are, we're educated, we are what we're educated. Okay. I'm, this is taken off. I don't think you understand. This is like dedicated to education. It's educated.
1: We just created a new word.
0: Yeah. This is like, move over Danielson. This is the James model, and I'm not giving you any credit.
1: <laughs> I, I noticed. <laughs> My name's not in there. If we're going to combine words, you need to combine you know Gilbert and James. I'll think about it, but I'm not... Oh, that almost sounds like Bartles and d- it's <laughs> like Gilbert and James. I'm not very
0: educated to that idea, to be honest. No.
1: It's like a law firm or a bad beverage
0: it sounds more like a bad beverage in a law firm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> Fun some people. So, uh anything cool at school this week? Oh man. Um things have been moving. I can't
0: believe we we're halfway through November. Like yeah. shocking. I'm I'm a little nervous, to tell you the truth.
1: Nervous? Why?
0: There's so many things going on. You know, we're still trying to wrap up last year's yearbook. We got, I got classwork going on. It's like I barely we had an institute day yesterday,
1: which oh you did yeah
0: so the kids are off you know a small vacation because we have Monday off for Veterans Day. Yes. So the kids are off till you know who knows when they'll be back someday.
1: Oh, so your, your Veterans Day is on a Sunday, but you guys are uh, um, uh, honoring it on yes. Monday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we had an institute okay. day for the kids on Friday, and then you know we got together and. It, you know what? It was a good institute day.
1: Yeah? Wow! whoa, whoa. whoa. Hold it. Back up, back up, back up. The
0: district has been really good about not getting us to get we, – we've – for probably the last seven or eight we've met in uh, – and we have four a year, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we've met in the mornings in, you know, small content area groups. Um, so all five art departments throughout the district got together, and then in the afternoon we're allowed to go back to our home school to kind of work on what you know we've been talking about. But ever since the you know, if there is a silver lining to the to the PLCs and PLTs, you know, learning communities and stuff like that, it's been it's been um, it's it's been this whole institute you know, get it together. It's, it's been really nice. We, we've had the chance to, you know, we were given a lot of tasks by administration and you have to remember this is, you know, for the art department. So it's a little different when you start talking about data collection and things like that. Um, I'll give us some credit. We were, you know, we are the masters of formative assessment and, and, and rubricism because we have been doing that for, you know, years, formative assessment. So, all, so what do you select?
1: Well, all we do is like squares and circles. Yes.
0: All we um, do just, is, just mess is with walk you. around and give kids feedback. You know, it's like you start a project and then you're constantly walking around, giving a kid feedback. So I th- that's hard for, you know, some subjects like the math well, department, and the science department, but it's, it's kind of in our nature. So,
1: yeah. It's just, well, you guys have really had to work hard. It, it, don't don't take this the wrong way, but it, you've had to show your worth. Yes, I mean we we know as teachers, we all know that it's it's needed. It's it, you know art, yeah. the arts, and it's it's needed. Yeah, we, it's it's essential.
0: Well, we ride a hard line too because um, you you never want to take away from our own professional judgments. You know, what I mean, like ooh, we can look at two pieces of art, and I can tell you which one's an A or a B. Now, if I have to prove that to you the things that I use to prove it might not always stand true. You know, like two different artworks can be two different grades for two different reasons. And that's part of what I'm paid to do is making those professional judgments, but professional judgments don't transfer to data and state documents, you know?
1: Right. Oh yeah, definitely. So
0: we, 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 you know, try to data ourselves while not taking away from our own, Professional judgment abilities, which is oh a tightrope. But anyway, um, so it's been good. We we've been doing a lot of data stuff and and you know aligning standards and things like that. And we're finally getting to the point now where it's kind of all coming together. So so it's good. A good institute day, I will say.
1: Well, that's uh that's kind of uh you know oxymoronic.
0: Yeah yeah
1: yeah. It's been
0: good. Uh,
1: that's a big word. I like using it yeah. though.
0: You're kind of oxymoronic. Yeah. Like, um, it's it's nice to not have as many of the big speakers. You know, we were using state funds for a while to pull in these gigantic speakers. Who are all really intelligent people, but when they're speaking to 1,200 people. Oh, and, I
1: thought you were talking about like speakers, like you know, audio coming out. No, no, but, no, giant speakers, like you know, concerts. Yeah, yeah, I see where you were going. I'm just, I'm just messing. I, I really need more coffee right I now. It's that, early. I see that you might. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that's kind of a waste, and it, we always we have late start days.
0: Okay. Yeah, we have those too.
1: 14 of them throughout the school year. Yeah. And when we can actually sit down and yes, I know there's an agenda for the district and you know there's some good stuff that comes out of that, but we really when we can sit down, when I can sit down with my other social studies teachers and discuss uh, what we're doing in the classroom, what's effective, what's not, that is very productive.
0: Yeah. Good stuff
1: I like that especially with one to one right now because we're there's a lot of stuff to share
0: yeah
1: a lot of information there so um, something that just uh, so it sounds like kind of a create you know it's going by quick your week's going by quick you had only four days though yeah uh, which that's part of it and then so you had basically kids had a, f- a four day weekend this weekend mm-hmm. they have a full they don't have they have a four day week next week and then they have a shortened week the week after that. Have three, you have three shortened weeks in a row.
0: It's nice to be a kid.
1: That's that's wild. Um, okay, so something that just popped up in my head, because I just started my Egyptian unit. And maybe I should put some pictures into uh, the uh, show notes. You know, a while back I created, uh, it's called a simple map. Okay. And used to, when I first started teaching, I'd have kids memorize, basically regurgitate you know, where's, where's Memphis, where are the pyramids, where are the cataracts, uh, where's Thebes, you know, how, which way does the, you know, there is some, some important things, you know, the river flows to the north, <laughs> here's the Mediterranean, the Mediterranean Sea, the Sinai Peninsula, the Red Sea, so the desert's on both sides, so we had these maps, and the kids basically, you know, ooh, you're off, you didn't put, you didn't put this in the right spot, and like, after a while, after I, you know, learned to become a better teacher, um, I asked, why is it important for them just to memorize where these places are? Mm-hmm. So we came up with a simple map because we basically said, okay, what are the important features of this area? Well, there's the desert. There's the river. There's the fertile land. Uh, the river flows to the north because it's higher of elevation in the south. So basically, I created a map within Smart Notebook, and I created uh, different parts of it and then separate separated them. I don't know if you've ever messed with Smart Notebook. no. I bet you could have a lot of fun with it, especially for art. Really? But basically, I created puzzle uh, puzzle pieces. So I have the river, and that's one piece. I have the delta. That's another. I have uh, the fertile land is another piece. I have the two pieces of the desert. Uh, I have the Mediterranean Sea, all these different parts. And then I have the compass rose and then the naming of the different parts, and they're scattered all throughout the page. <laughs> and then the kids have to, uh, on their computer, or they can come with smartboard. Uh, they can mi- manipulate the pieces. I turn them, I twist them, um, and then they have to make it fit. So that gets them to understand, you know, kind of see what the area looks like. But that's not the biggest part. The biggest part is, you know, why is it important that the that the desert is on both sides? How does that help or hurt the Egyptians? Um, why is this, uh, you know, why is the fertile land important to this area? Uh, the river flowing north and the cataracts and the waterfalls to the north. You know, they're putting all these pieces together and I'm asking questions of, of importance of how did the geography basically help the Egyptians become one of the greatest civilizations this planet's ever seen. So, and there's questions, you know, built upon that. But the map is is one part of that of that piece. And so I'm going to put some uh, pictures. I'll put like a scrambled map picture i'll take a screenshot of that and then i'll put a finished one it's not beautiful um it's not meant to be beautiful it's you know for the kids i tell them it's a simple map you don't you don't need to uh and then i have them draw or i even have them create their own simple map um within smart notebook so they draw it um but it's it's just a way to get them engaged into the uh into the activity and learning about the geography of egypt
0: Okay, so, so now I'm I'm lost. Which, okay. <laughs> which day during the lesson do you show them the Bengals video?
1: The Bengals. Oh, yes. Uh, that usually comes uh, next week. Uh come next week. Good. And, Jerry, have you – okay. Yeah, this is uh, – the gaming oh, part that I just mentioned was the puzzle. You. Oh, would you stop? Um, maybe that should be the title of our show this week. Hey. Walk like an Egyptian. Yeah. Sold. Sold. Uh, I loved the Bengals, but that's that's a whole other thing. Okay, so uh, the puzzle is kind of a gaming aspect because you're you know completing you know a puzzle. Um, but there are some great videos out there called "Horrible Histories" through the BBC. <laughs> okay. Have we talked about this before? No. Uh, imagine Monty Python merged with education. <laughs> Sounds awesome. It is awesome. It is unbelievably awesome, and the kids love the videos. Uh, that's So we had this hieroglyphics song that we just played this past week, and it is quite it's, – it's great. I, I just – if you're a history teacher, you need to see these videos. Uh, you can find them on YouTube.
0: I'm already so really,
1: excited. Yeah, I'll send you a link. <laughs> I'll send you a link. So Friday, yesterday, uh, because we're recording Saturday morning – I had my first planning meeting with my game club. Wait a minute. What?
0: I totally forgot. Um what? this week, you're a social studies teacher. We missed like the most gigantic story. Did you do
1: cool yeah, stuff? Yeah, I really I really okay. Yes, I can talk about it. But I really were
0: you going uh, to avoid this subject?
1: No, no, and it's not because I was supporting or not supporting a certain candidate. Uh-huh. It's 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 a huge topic. Yeah. I mean uh, Yeah, it's huge. And you know, I don't want to. Like I said, is I don't it, want to give. Is it opinion. hard?
0: I like. I,
1: oh, unbelievably. Kids have been
0: asking me for two weeks, and every time I tell them the same thing, which is, I, you know, I'm not allowed to give you any opinion, and I don't want to because I don't want to influence you one way or the other. And they say that all their teachers say that. Well, a couple have said that oh. some of their teachers will influence them one way or another. But yeah. Um, but it, I mean, in the world of social studies, you had to have talked about it, right?
1: uh monday tuesday and wednesday yeah. yes we we definitely talked about it cnn had a great they have something called cnn newsroom uh student news cnn student news and um they did a great piece on the election um we pulled up you know ICivics uh had a uh website that kind of did the um the electoral map we talked about the electoral college and the kids are like so basically, when our parents vote, they don't vote for president of the United States. They vote for electors to go in December, the first, second Monday in December, to go vote for the president. I said, yes. That's crazy. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. And I go, yes and no. I said, and I gave him the reasonings. And I gave him, I, this is the thing. I I don't give opinions. I give out facts information mm-hmm. uh, or things that are commonly agreed upon by both sides sure um that they actually came out this week and as you know no matter who wins uh the biggest problem that's going on in washington dc right now is that there's not they're not compromising mm-hmm. and that's both sides they don't work together our government is found founded on the idea of compromise mm-hmm. and when you don't have it then you have some problems so we're going to be keeping an eye on that um but there was some great electoral maps out there where you can. Um, it actually looked before the election on the polls where the current polls were. So we started plugging in information of what what the outcome could be, uh, and then we did it for. Um, we showed the electoral map after the election, and discussing about Florida, mm-hmm. um, and you know how it really doesn't even matter <clears throat> um, this year. <laughs> I mean it didn't it didn't matter yeah who, which
0: um, way did that that his Florida decided yet who it's voting?
1: I don't know I haven't heard anything <laughs> I haven't heard anything we'll so them. you know we talked about that um, yeah it was it's it's tough it is very difficult especially now as a social studies teacher I know when and I know there's teachers out there that totally give their opinions yeah and I it just it bugs me it irks me um, I try the best I can not to give my opinions. Um, I try to give both sides. Of course, one of those is my opinion, but I don't. I don't tell the kids that. Yeah. I, I don't want to influence them in any way, shape. Because if I came out and said, <clears throat> "Hey, I support Mitt Romney," and for listeners out there, uh, I'm in the state of Illinois, so you know we are a blue state. Uh, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. And I and I told the kids that. I said. I, Romney is not. Romney not going to win the state of Illinois. That's the reason why we haven't had a lot of political ads mm-hmm. uh, for Obama or Romney. It's, he's he's not going to win the state of Illinois. Mm-hmm. Does but you still need to vote the way you want to vote.
0: Yeah.
1: And so, you know, you you tell him this information, um, and. Um, what was I going at, Jerry? I just totally went on a sidetrack. This is what I was afraid of because I get kind of into it. <clears throat> I think we were
0: talking about the Bengals video.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's oh, medicine's kicking in. Um, <laughs> so if I tell the kids that I'm a Obama supporter, some kids would go, "Yay!" You know, he likes who I like, mm-hmm. and then other kids would go, "What an idiot Mr. Gilbert is for liking <laughs> Obama," right? If I said I'm a Romney supporter, which in our county, Romney actually did win. <laughs> um, <clears throat> um, well, you're in southern Illinois, right? Central Illinois. <laughs> so if I said I'm a Romney supporter, some kids would go, yay, he's a Romney supporter. The Obama supporters would go, what an idiot Mr. Gilbert is. He's, he's a Romney supporter. So it's a no-win situation for me.
0: Right, because either way you're an idiot.
1: Yeah, exactly, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you got that
0: taken care of. That's what I got from that story.
1: Okay, I'm gonna cough here. Hold on. Uh, mute button.
0: I could have spoke over the silence, but I thought it was more dramatic to just
1: more dramatic. Yes, that's dramatic what I go for. Cause. That's uh, yeah, media, media school. Oh my goodness, what in the world? Voice is going. Are you
0: gonna be okay? So,
1: no, not so much. Okay. Um, first planning meeting for the game club happened uh yesterday. How'd it go? It was very good. I had eight students. Nice. I um, had a couple sixth graders, had a few uh, seventh graders and some eighth graders.
0: Cool. Did you handpick these kids? Did they?
1: Um, basically, I talked to a few of them. Uh-huh. And I said, talk to some of your friends because I knew it's spread a little bit. And I only want those that are super interested in helping out. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up with eight. Cool. And I got a great <laughs> – I got a – I tell you what. Uh, this group of eight and, you know, hopefully – I think some some of them listen. Um, so close your ears, kids. Um, out of this group of eight, they're gonna do some amazing things. Cool. I mean, just not in not just in middle school or high school. I mean, I think in life, they're they're gonna do some amazing things. And one of my uh, sixth graders this year, and he's still um, uh, you know he's still growing. He's not tall of stature, but he's got a super mind. I mean, he's just an amazingly talented kid. He's the one that created a um, ziggurat uh, in Minecraft. Oh, And it took a few weeks. And so, did I I talked about this last week. Uh I think. He put a roller coaster in a a water slide and now, of course, these aren't accurate for a ziggurat because inside a ziggurat there's really nothing. There's a few rooms on the upper levels. They didn't have the the technology or the skill to build inside the actual, you know, yeah. uh, structure. But uh, he, he's like, there was so much wasted space in here, so he created a water slide and a roller coaster inside the cigarette. That's amazing. It, and it's the kids were like, how did you get the water to, you know, run? I mean. This is a 6th grader impressing 8th graders. <laughs> Talk about a confidence builder. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, that was just he he is quite smart and dad is involved. He's a geek like myself. We've talked many times. Um and so he's really excited and we've we we're going to work on a Minecraft contest uh down the road uh and present that at the Sit conference. I know we've talked about that. So the kids are really pumped and excited about You stand for Sit? Minecraft. What? You stand for Sit? I stand for a sit. I want want that (laughs) T-shirt. So we went over some things. Uh, We had that outline that we posted on the the show notes. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to create a parental permission slip that needs to go home. That's got to go out early next week. Nice. Uh, We're going to have an announcement. And you have to – the only way that you can show up to Game Club is with the permission slip. Um, So they knew that. Is there – you know, we talked about the need. So social skills, they – you know, I showed them a video of one of the um, – uh, somebody, a group making this train station. Yeah. I think I showed that one to you before, but um, huge train station, and they notice all the different people that are involved in this building. There's tons of people in there. You have to have social – you have to have skills to, to interact with others. Yeah. Um, I think that would be – and I, t- I talked about Gen Con, about all, all different walks of life that attend – you know, Gen Con. Yes, they Wouldn't do. it be cool to take some of the, to have some of the kids go to Gen Con? Oh, that would be awesome. I showed them some of the pictures, and they were just like that <laughs> is the most amazing. And I showed them some of the halls, the different halls that were there, and I said, uh, and there are several more halls that are this size. And they're just like, that is just <laughs> unbelievable. You
0: know, it's it's funny. We talk about the legitimacy of games and education, I feel like a lot of times, and you know, you brought this up before, I, I feel like a lot of times it's almost the same argument as art. Like, do you want me to dig up a thousand, you know, data points that prove this is better when we all really know that it's good for kids anyway. You know, It's kind, yeah. of, kind of the same thing with games. Like, do I have to go to, you know, the extremes of digging up how magic helps kids with math you know, or yeah. can we just agree that this is good for kids? Because we all know it is. You know, who are we convincing with the data and the things like that? Like, who, where do they really go after? You know, we pass off these, well, you know, points and things like right. that? Like, do, right. do I well, need to convince you, know, you that art is good for kids, or can we just agree that some kids need art? You know?
1: Yeah. Uh, it, we know that we are the cool kids. Yes. So it must be the non-cool kids. It must be the non-cool kids. Right, that don't understand it. Man, someday, yeah. someday. It's, yeah, it, it, I think everybody knows that games are good. It doesn't even matter. It, it, it could be grandma playing bridge. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's it, from card games to whatever. I mean, the game that this that word on the street from out of the box. Yeah. The kids that I had in um, uh, the core meeting on Friday. You know, I said, we can play boards, games like this. And they're like, Word on the Street? And I was like, yeah. I was like, that is the best game. You know, they love Halo and, and you know, Gears. They shouldn't be playing it, but Gears, you know what I'm saying. You know, Medal of Honor, yeah. all that stuff. And they they love Word on the Street. Yeah. It's like, it's a fun game. You know what? I,
0: so, I think we have, a, a, honestly, in 77 episodes of doing this, you know, and if it took 77 episodes of doing this to come up with one Great point. I'm actually okay with that because <laughs> I think people work sometimes their whole lives to come up with yeah. you know one great point, and and I've you know I don't, I don't even think I don't remember where this came from. You know, it could very well have been something you said. I don't know if it's something we just came up with together. And I know we have said it multiple multiple times. Um, but if if at the end of this show the one great thing that that we came across with that we can share with people is it's not a cure-all, you know. It's not. It's not everything, that's going to fix education. Games are a tool, mm-hmm. one tool in the tool belt, but and you I think, should never and I, leave them out, you know. But they are. They are helpful as a tool.
1: And I think that's something that's come over. Uh, that idea has come over time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's you know Scott Meech and I have talked about it. Yeah, uh, and I think that's something that. You know, it, it, and I think people are surprised when I say it too. they're like, "Well, you're you're Ed, Ga- you, you're Ed gamer. You love games." I go, yeah, "Yeah, but it's one tool. I use other tools yeah. all the time." And we've seen bad games. Oh, oh, oh yes. <laughs>
0: Even recently, you know, We, yes. I mean, we've seen bad stuff. Oh, it you just know, b- so makes and it's just, makes just damaging. It it's damaging world. to the field, it's damaging to the, <laughs> the concept. It's damaging to everything, you know. Yes. But
1: yeah, it's not good. Yeah. So, okay, so going back to the my list here. So, is there any social skills? Yeah. I mean, yes, definitely. Uh bullying, you know, I wanted to uh, tell the kids that yes, you guys are here, but there's all different types of kids that love games and it gives them a place to socialize it makes them feel comfortable you know they can they might not be able to talk in the classroom but you get them with a game yeah. and they know the game watch out yeah. you know and they they learn those skills or even better watch them teach a game
0: to another kid
1: Oh my god you want to
0: see something cool i mean that yes. that's been my biggest thing from game club is watching kids teach other kids games it's
1: awesome. is awesome yeah it is very cool so and i'm going to talk about that here in a second so a safe place to play mm-hmm. and then we talked about academics are there academic goals that could be brought into this. And, yeah, it's going to be throughout. So we had planning meeting, core students, uh, guild leaders. Uh, so I have about, I think there's about eight. Mm-hmm. I have about eight students. Uh, we made a mission statement. They're like, you know, at first I think they were kind of pushed back by that, like we have to come up with a statement. I go, well, we want to have something we can focus on. So basically we came up with, and this can change, you know, using games to enhance learning. Using games, and then under that we put have fun, create, and socialize. That's awesome. Um, So that was that was a lot of fun. What platforms? So we talked about PC. We talked about um, you know platform games, Xbox, such. Mm -hmm. And then I showed them Lucas Gillespie's um, uh, little game room (laughs) in his in his in his school, and they're like, how did he get all that stuff? And I said he wrote some grants. Yeah. And they're like, can we write grants too? (laughs) That's what they asked. They're like, how did he get the LCDs? And he's got Alienware laptops. And so, you know, we had a good discussion about that. And, I, and some of them were saying, well, I can bring an Xbox in. I said, I don't really feel comfortable with kids bringing in Xboxes and stuff. Yeah. It's, you know, somebody drops a controller or, that's, you know, it's just that's like, a good line to draw.
0: I think we've, we've had a Nintendo 64 that was about, you know, 15 years old and barely turns on, you know, come in. And that's about it. And that's, I'm comfortable with that, you know. Yeah, it's, an old recycled platform, yeah. but yeah, I don't, I don't want to. You know, some kid was like, "I'll bring my PS3," and I was like, "You know, what? I'm not sure that's a good idea."
1: <laughs> no. no, So you know, if we can write some grants and get some stuff in, yeah, maybe we do that. Um, board games, card games, role playing, and that actually got a a few kids like going, "Yeah, that would be great." So in fact, this afternoon, I'm I'm doing some board gaming with uh, a group from around town. Um, the, you know doing that this afternoon and they are pretty much the hardcore gamers in fact one of them um i don't know if you remember was uh somebody we met at gen con from uh remember the Axis and allies area oh yeah sure so my friend tom and actually going over to his house with some other gamers um and i'm going to talk to them today because cool. he's even said hey i can come in and bring some games in on a saturday or something um uh, and do some gaming and I think the kids would be interested in that. So, very, you know, and cool. then role-playing. We have a path. We have a pretty strong Pathfinder group in the area. And, you know, maybe talking to them and, and saying, hey, can you come in one night and show the kids what role-playing games are all about? Yeah, very cool. Mentioned miniatures. And, you know, some of them knew War, Warhammer 40K. <laughs> and I talked about Star Wars having, you know, uh, X-Wing, that new... Um, Uh, miniature game where there are two sides. You have the, you know, um, the rebels and, you know, the dark side uh, going against each other, TIE fighters against X-Wings and such, um, on just a table and just showing how to do that. Uh, Mobile gaming, they even brought that up, like iPads, you know, iPods and stuff. Yeah, very cool. So those are are some of the things. Um, We talked about time. Some days until, you know, 4 p.m., maybe we just do a short session or to 5:30. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I can do buses uh, like you have, so we'll have to. We don't have a regularly scheduled, you know, school bus. Yeah. School bus coming by. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big so deal. Those are, yeah. So those are things that we got to figure out, and they, we've decided on a Friday because <laughs> most of the kids, cool. at least in this core group, are available on Fridays. And that way, if we go a little bit longer, yeah. it's okay. No big deal. Okay. School night. And, you know, I'm sitting here going pizza and Mountain Dew, so we're yeah. good.
0: <laughs> and then you can get a limo to take them all home.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. So um, I don't know if I put it on here or took it off. We talked about, you know, a place to go. So classroom or we have a, a, a room within the school, like a digital media room mm-hmm. that has desktops and then there's tables. And so – We talked about, hey, I need to – we want to try to get Minecraft loaded, Portal 2, which I have the licenses for. So these are things I have to work through the tech department. And then Civilization, which I have uh, eight licenses for. Um, Already I have the CDs. So, you know, maybe trying to get approval to get that loaded in that lab, and that could be our meeting space. Hmm. So those are little things there. So we have signs that kids are creating. Uh, We're going to have our meeting next Friday, and we're going to go until 4.30 and then we talked about the game stores, parent involvement, involvement, helping out, and then local gaming groups.
0: That's awesome. Congratulations, so, my friend. You've got a game group.
1: Yeah. So I think the, the one last thing which you mentioned was having the kids teach a game. Yeah. So I have one student that's bringing uh, Lord of the Rings uh, Risk. Nice. And I was like, do you know the game? He, he was like, do you, have you played it a lot? He goes, I've played it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, well, then it would be your job your job to teach that uh, to some other students. I said, I have word on the street. I'm going to try to bring a few more games. And I said, the rest of you need to bring a board game, an acceptable board game or card game, and, um, you know, be ready to teach others how to use it, how to play it. So one kid was talking about, because my thought was, I wonder hmm, if we get some magic going, but nobody had magic. But one kid had tons of Pokemon cards, but he doesn't know how to play. Oh. He just liked the cards. Interesting. Then I have another kid. Then another kid says... I have some Pokemon cards and I have the rule book. I go, do you think you could combine together and try to figure out how to play the game? <laughs> so it was pretty funny. That's pretty funny. So uh, that's yeah. So that's kind of where we're at. Kind of where we're at. I'm I'm worn out now. I got <laughs> we got two other things I want to talk about. Uh, Pj Vermont, uh, a follower, uh, an Ed gamer friend, put out a discussion speaking about Minecraft. Oh man I hate these things um, trying to figure out how to load this in because this link he had I don't know how I'm gonna put this in here so the near uh near the end of September early October, I was able to get minecraft running with my sixth graders understandably had the kids experience a plenty in the game and others uh, who never put their their hands in it so he basically has this whole thing he has a screencast um he has uh some quizzes and some homework. He basically has like an agenda for teachers to use. Um, I'm gonna have to figure out how to add this in because it's I can't do like a direct link. So, but uh, he this is awesome. I asked him if I could share it. Um, maybe I take some of the links and just gather them up and put them together. But basically, he has uh, lessons created for using Minecraft. That sounds awesome. So I was very stoked about that. Um, and then the last one, which is brand new f- on Brain Pop, is called Simple Machines. So I think we've seen stuff like this before where I you like simple create. Machines. Is yeah. it the Rube Goldberg? That type of stuff, yes. Cool. So, oh, and this is kind of loud because where's the volume? Okay, good. <laughs> um, oh, how about this? Guess where this is taking place? Kansas by the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago. Chicago, Jerry?
0: I like Chicago.
1: Were you, were you making fun of me because I said Chicago? Ch- Chicago. Chi-town. Um, have some pie in Chi-town. Have some pie? <laughs> you know, pizza pie.
0: Pizza pie, yeah. I got, no, I got gotcha. you. I just don't think <laughs> I've ever heard anyone say, no, have some pie in Chicago.
1: Shut your pie hole.
0: Yeah, no, I've heard that a couple times.
1: Yeah, especially towards me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So those yeah, those are a couple so links high. that we'll have there. Simmer down. <laughs> um, I think that we got a lot there. That was pretty good. Pretty good. Thirty-four minutes in, uh, somewhere around there. So, anything else you want to share, Jerry?
0: Have some pie.
1: Have some pie. Thank you for listening to this week's Ed Gamer podcast. Please follow us on EdReach.us and all. Also, follow all the great podcasts and blog posts on the EdReach Network. Have a great week. We're educated. Something like that. Walk
0: like an Egyptian.